From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Why on ESPN 106.3. What Robert Sala lives by, the old mantra, if you ain't got hitters, you ain't popping. Totally a new hockey for us. Mm-hmm. I'm going to play it to death. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Can you say it with a little more swag, Ken? All I know, I said it with as much swag as Robert Sala did. He tried to match Robert Sala in that spot. All I know is that Mike McDaniel wouldn't say it seriously. Mike McDaniel would say it in sort of like that that mocking way so the people are like laughing at him. Like, oh, there's that nerdy white guy. Robert Sala actually thought he sounded cool. Let's hear it one more time. Robert Sala thought he sounded cool. He sounded cool with what he dropped yesterday after Jets practice. We have going on here. That's... Um you know, the, I kind of live by saying, if you ain't got no haters, you ain't popping. So hate away. Man, Sean Petty did his job. <laughs> I mean, when you bring up the Mike McDaniel thing, it, it does. Make you know Rob, what I'm saying, right? I, I do, 100%. It, it makes Robert Sala look bad because Mike McDaniel would have subtly thrown it in there. He would have gotten the last from everybody. Right. And he wouldn't have thrown the arms up like, you guys feel me? Like yeah. Robert Sala did. <laughs> Robert Sala uh, did that? Yeah, thank he, God yeah. I he didn't put his see arms up. Oh, yeah. thank God I went with Corny. Yeah, he put his he put his arms up and everything. Oh, Here, my yeah, God. yeah. He like put he like kind of curled the side of his mouth up like yeah, I'm a badass. No, he ain't though. He looks like a fool doing that. Yeah, oh. it's not good. It's Take not good. Street cred going down. Uh, man, super exciting stuff for uh, Stone Lebanowitz tomorrow. He is uh, he's planning on going down to see the uh, Miami Marlins at Lone Depot Park. Stone yeah. Lebanowitz making a trip down to Lone Depot Park. That's the plan, man, man, man. Woo. It's really fun to go see Marlins baseball in a pennant race. It's the Marlins. It's the Tigers. Stone, why don't you tell them about it? Because you're gonna be partaking in it very very soon beer fest kicking off at 2 p.m it's a show outing we'll be there baby we'll be knocking it out of the park with Luis arias with a whole bunch of the fish this season lone evil park offers you the ultimate experience with plenty of ticket options you can get single game tickets like we are tomorrow mm-hmm. or invest in a marlins membership that gets you even more like key being we we lock in priority mm-hmm. seating like we will do yep, to, we, tomorrow. Big dub. Save hey. on food and merchandise. Actually, Ken said the food is on him tomorrow, so that's good, G. That's Access to exclusive oh. member events. Come out and support your favorite team this season as they celebrate, along with us, 30 years of Marlins baseball. There will be promotions, giveaways, like the Ken Levick Alive crew being in attendance, not why? to mention the players. Oh, oh my God. The, yeah. the Y crew. Y crew. The Y crew. It's not Ken Levick Alive. Apologies. Remember the rebrand. <laughs> <laughs> you Okay. <laughs> All right. It's overwhelming for him. Sandy Alcantara will not be on the bump tomorrow, but him along with Luis Arias, they are the stars that we watch. Get your tickets today and join us at Lone Depot Park. Keyword us at Lone Depot Park tomorrow versus the Tigers. Visit MLB.com slash Marlins slash tickets. Important note there, Stone. I know for sure Ken said that he was paying for food, but mm-hmm. I also know for sure that he said he's going to pay for the beverages. I didn't. I mean, we we got to pick one in a spot like that. It's not going both. Oh, I'm more concerned about the beverages than the food. (laughs) So for me, it's going to be the beer. All right, I'll pay for Stone's food. I'll pay for your beer. Yeah, it's just going to be a glizzy. It's just going to be one. I'll I'll keep it. All right, fine. I'll 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 pay for your glizzy. You got to feed it to me too. (laughs) 
my uh, God. Hey, man, it's a show bonding experience. Well, if, he, if, he, if he needs me to feed him a glizzy, then I'll do it. If he needs me to put a glizzy in his throat, I'll that, do it. That's it. In Just, his gullet. Yeah, go fish. What a, what a bro Glizzy moment. is gullet. Love that for you both. Uh-huh. Uh, speaking of glizzy and gullets, apparently. Uh, so uh, you may recall yesterday... You may recall yesterday, we played truly historic audio from the House Oversight Committee on Wednesday. Uh, the, the, the recognition under oath for the very first time uh, that, that the United States government is in possession of not only UFOs, but also uh, non-human biologicals, a.k.a. alien life, and the questioning... That that was given to David Grush, former member of the U.S. intelligence community. The questions posed to him that released that stunning, shocking, mind-blowing, potential humanity-altering news. They were uh, lobbed at him by South Carolina Representative Nancy Mace. Let's listen back to Nancy Mace doing her duty to her constituents and to the country, making sure she gets to the bottom of whether or not the U.S. government's being forthright in what it knows and what it has when it comes to alien life. Do you believe our government has made contact with intelligent extraterrestrials? Something I can't discuss in public setting. Um, okay, I can't ask when you think this occurred. <laughs> if you believe we have crashed craft, uh, stated earlier, do we have the bodies of the pilots who piloted this craft? As I've stated publicly already in my News Nation interview, uh, biologics came with some of these recoveries. Yeah. Um, were they, I guess, human or non-human biologics? Non-human, and that was the assessment of people uh, with direct knowledge on the program I talked to that are currently still on the program. So that's massive news, Jeanette. That is significant news. Nancy Mace, she asked the right questions and got the response that has made worldwide headlines. Absolutely. So then yesterday, Nancy Mace, she was scheduled to speak at a prayer breakfast in South Carolina. Emphasis on prayer breakfast. This same congresswoman from the great state of South Carolina, listen to her opening remarks at a prayer breakfast. This together, another year, another standing room only event. And when I woke up this morning at seven, I, I was getting picked up at 7.45. Patrick, my fiance, tried to pull me by my waist over this morning in bed. And I was like, no, baby, we don't got time for that this morning. Uh, I got to get to the prayer breakfast. Uh, and I got to be on time. And a little TMI. But um, I, I he'll, he can wait. He's got, we got, I'll see him later tonight. Um, but I was here early. <laughs> Let's, let's hear that again. Let's hear that again. Uh, elected official, United States Representative, South Carolina House of Representatives member, Nancy she's Mace. A, so she's a conservative. Uh-huh, yes. Oh, yes. My Nancy God. Mace, Nancy Mace at a prayer breakfast. Nancy Mace talking about banging. This together, another year, another standing room only event. And when I woke up this morning at 7, I, I was getting picked up at 7.45. Patrick, my fiancé, tried to pull me by my waist over this morning in bed. And I was like, no, baby, we don't got time for that this morning. Uh, I got to get to the prayer breakfast. And I got to be on time. <laughs> and a little TMI. But um, 
I, he'll, he can wait. He's got, we got, I'll see him later tonight. Um, oh. But I was here early. <laughs> oh, man. She just oh. kept digging in. I don't think she voluntarily kept digging in. I think it just was oozing out and she couldn't stop it. She was flustered by that, oh, yeah. that morning. She yeah, could, yeah. she had thoughts about what she wanted to do I was going to say, she's clearly distracted by the fact that her loins were burning at that point. That's so, exactly yeah, what that is. Yeah, so so the, the, the best <laughs> part of all of this for me is that, again, she's had a prayer breakfast. These are her opening remarks, okay? Mm-hmm. And so uh, she is. She she she's detailing. I love I love when she says, "My my fiance grabbed me by the waist," and I said, "No, baby, I don't have time for this. I got to get to the prayer breakfast." Jesus is in this bed right uh-huh, now. Uh-huh. Make room for Jesus. You're right. That is the part where she says, "No, no, no, I can't right now. I have to get to the prayer I have to get breakfast." To the prayer breakfast. <laughs> and keep in mind, since we're at a prayer breakfast, I mean. She said fiancé. You know what that means? They're not married. That's right. Oh, they're having some premarital uh-huh. fun Premarital sex. They? That's right. Does she Uh-oh. even belong at this prayer breakfast? Does does Jesus does Jesus himself, does he approve of that bedroom behavior? I guess so, because she did not have bedroom behavior that morning because but, she had but to wait, pray to what him. Do you mean? But that, it's coming that night. She's excited because it's happening later. that night. Right. She even said it. We have it's time coming. to do that later. Hey, but hey, first baby. she made time for Jesus. I'm I'm astonished. I, this is one of the more crazier things that I've ever uh, heard. I mean, this is incredible. Can we hear it one more time? Because you'll hear she makes the initial comment, and then she gets no reaction. Right? She gets no reaction. No, they laugh. Uh, well, they laugh after the TMI comment. Right. So there's there's stage one, which is hey, no, baby, we can't do this right now. I got to get to the prayer breakfast. Crickets, crickets, Christ, crickets. And then she drops the TMI, and there she gets a little nervous, like, <sighs> and then she drops in, because she got a little bit of reaction there. She's like, all right, thank God I'm forgiven. I loosen up the crowd a little bit. Then she drops the, uh, hey, well, don't worry, baby, we'll have time later. Like, really digging in on the premarital sex of the prayer breakfast. It's like they laughed, and she's like, oh, they want more? Oh, playing <laughs> in the crowd. You guys want more? They want some more of this? All right, I'll I feed you that. details together. Another year, another standing room only event. And when I woke up this morning at 7, I, I was getting picked up at 7.45. Patrick, my fiancé, tried to pull me by my waist over this morning in bed. And I was like, no, baby, we don't got time for that this morning. Uh, I got to get to the prayer breakfast. And I got to be on time. And a little TMI. But um, I, he'll, he can wait. He's got, he got, I'll see him later tonight. Um, but I was here early. God, man. Well, just get to the praying. Listen, I mean... I got to say, I kind of like Nancy Mace, though. I love her. I'm a fan. Like, I got to say, it's probably not the setting to do that. It's actually definitely not the setting to do that. But you know what? I respect it. She, she opened herself up for what? when she is doing... Oh, when she is done doing the things that she needed <laughs> to do today. When, so all of her coworkers, when it's time to you know say goodbye and go about your way, they'd be like, "Hey Nancy, uh-huh. have fun tonight." Like she's <laughs> she's, she's gonna get hit with fifteen of them. Hey, Nance, enjoy yourself and the tonight. The next day it's gonna be even better. So how and, was last night? Yeah, how uh, how was last uh, night? One hundred percent. I oh, really respect her because sometimes in the morning like that you yeah, want to, right. but you can't. Because you got to get to the prayer breakfast. Right, we got to get to the prayer breakfast. I think she's so relatable. Oh, she has my vote. She's a very relatable woman. <sighs> and you know what, Nancy? 
I hope it was one of the best nights of your life. Uh, yeah, I hope Get it was worth it. it. I hope it was worth it. Amen. Obviously it is. Yeah. If he can just pull her by the waist and she's like, oh, no. <laughs> Hey, they're still in that honeymoon phase. They're not married yet, so they're That's still right. young and vibrant. Uh, oh, so, is that what happened? So, so uh, we mentioned the Marlins. Uh, we still don't have two tickets to the Marlins available. Not tomorrow. Not tomorrow, but when? You good? August. Oh, okay. August. Were, well, were somebody you? wrote down tomorrow's date on here, so I, I just had to Did they look? Can I month. see it? Can I see it? Can I see it real quick? Can I see it? Is tomorrow's date on there, Jeanette? Can you go check that? Because I don't think tomorrow's date is on there. Here, let's see it's here. This note says August two ticks. T- <laughs> two ticks to Marlins on eight twenty nine at six forty. So here's what happened right here. Uh, Stone just lied about it, tomorrow's date being on there uh-huh. because he couldn't immediately. Uh, his mind couldn't calculate what eight the month no. eight was. No, no, no. That's exactly what happened right there, right? Hey, Stone, can you read this again? Uh, two tickets to Marlins on August twenty ninth. Yep, eight twenty nine at, at, at six. 40. 829. 829 at 640 right. versus the Tampa Bay Rays. What 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 number month is July? That'd be seven. Uh-huh, and what number month is August? <laughs> Eight when my birthday That's right. is. That's right. So instead of just uh, acknowledging, oh, man, I forgot for a moment that 8 is August, he decided to lie and say, oh, it had tomorrow's uh, date on it. Yeah. Oh, Stone. I mean, he's. I bet he's super excited to attend tomorrow's game, and right. I think that's what happened. Right. At four ten. Counting down to hours. Two o'clock <laughs> beer fest starts. Exactly. Yeah. To when he will be at Lone Depot Park tomorrow. Yep. Looking forward to it. Uh huh. Um. So, uh, looking forward to seeing Stone yep. and uh, hanging out with Jess, his yep. uh, wonderful girlfriend. I definitely thought I was going to get away with feeding that one each there. other yep. hot dogs. You uh-huh. and Stone. Well, I'll, yeah, I'll be feeding it, not Jess. I'll be feeding Stone Glizzies, right? No, no, no. Jess, Jess will be drinking with me <laughs> and shaking her head in shame. A hundred percent. Yep. Uh, so we have two tickets to August 29th. August 29th. It is a first pitch right before seven o'clock. It is a six thirty nine first pitch on August 29th. August 29th. Two tickets, right? Two tickets. Pair of tickets. Playing the race. A pair of tickets. A good battle, good a cross-state battle. Uh, it's the Marlins and the Rays. Playoff implications in the National League and the American League abound. Two tickets, 639 is the first pitch. Two tickets on the line. We are going to play a game here on this Friday where you can win two tickets, two tickets to see the Marlins and Rays at Lone Depot Park. This week, aliens have been on the forefront. Space has been on the forefront. And so when we come back, we're going to play a game called Solar System Stone. (laughs) Questions about aliens in pop culture and space overall. Mm. Questions about aliens in pop culture and space overall. We are testing Stone's knowledge. There will be nine questions. You give us how many out of nine you think Stone will get correct. The person who is exact on the number or closest without going over will win a pair of tickets to see the Marlins and the Rays on August 29th at 6.39 p.m. at Lone Depot Park. I always like to ask Stone this question because, you know, he's very confident in himself about literally everything. Stone, mm-hmm. how are you feeling about this topic uh, and this quiz? Last week, you hit us with the 10 um, on uh, Barbie yeah. and Oppenheimer, and yeah. you failed. I went six out of ten. Yeah, but you didn't get ten out of ten, as you stated. So as far as confidence level and and where I stand, here's the thing. I think Ken has the ability to trump me 
in this one especially just because it has to do with science and alien and he's definitely well rounded on that topic but he always gives you the hints but so I'm fearful to say the least I think confidence level one through ten I'd go with a solid five right now oh five he's this is the first time I gotta be honest honest. okay all right I'm proud of you so we will play solar system stone again questions testing stones knowledge pop culture aliens and space as a whole you if you can guess how many he'll get right out of nine or be closest without going over you will win two tickets to see the Marlins and the Rays big big battle cross state on August 29th all you have to do to get into the game is dial the following number, 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. That's 888-760-3776. Solar System Stone, your chance to win two tickets. Count them two tickets to see the Marlins and the Rays at Lone Depot Park. Two teams currently second place in their respective divisions. It is the Marlins and the Rays August 29th. Get in and play Solar System Stone at 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. She's Jeanette Javier, the Dominic Queen. I'm Ken Lavica. It's Why on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Why on ESPN 106.3. Okay. Uh, before we take callers, should I uh, tell the fine folks in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast about Brightline? All right, let's do that. Brightline, it's a train, it's yellow, it's fast, and it is the best damn thing going in South Florida. I can't stand traffic. I can't stand traffic. I can't stand brake lights. I can't stand staying still. I like to be on the move. I like to get where I'm going. I like to do it in air conditioning. I like to do it after having complimentary snacks and drinks. I get all of that on Brightline. Go Brightline.com, free Brightline app. How you get to the Marlins? Home runner train. Take the train from West Palm, Boca, Fort Lauderdale, Aventura, Miami Central Station, right here to Lone Depot Park, bam, home runner train. Want to go see Lionel Messi in Inter-Miami with the goal-getter train? Well, take that same train to Fort Lauderdale. Ride share to Drive Pink Stadium. Want to go to Orlando before the show? Stone's telling me, hey, in September, I'm going to be going to Orlando on Brightline. Trip starts September 1st. Orlando service. That's GoBrightline.com. Free Brightline app. GoBrightline.com. The free Brightline app. The way to travel in style. The way to travel in a convenient manner. It's revolutionary. It has transformed South Florida and how you get around. That's GoBrightline.com, the free Brightline app. GoBrightline.com, the free Brightline app. And don't forget a Dolphins train coming up this football season to Aventura. That's GoBrightline.com, free Brightline app. GoBrightline.com and the free Brightline app. Stone, if we could have some extraterrestrial SpaceX music, please. Something that denotes alien life forms. Thank you. Solar System Stone. Solar System Stone. Let's go. Bring it! Now, one thing I want to acknowledge, and this is going to make Jeanette upset, is she had asked me to do something in particular, and I totally forgot. I forgot to include Men in Black as one of the uh, answers to these questions. And now, Stone, 
knows that. Yeah. So, but I, what I want you to be able to do is acknowledge that Men in Black is one of the greatest alien movies ever created because we forgot to say it yesterday. I forgot to say it. It is hands down the best alien movie of all time with an incredible soundtrack. Yep. Um, let's go to our participants for Solar System Stone. Again, nine questions that will challenge Stone, his knowledge of pop culture, aliens, and space in general. He said he could get five. Five. He said five, but I believe in him. I believe in him. Five was out of ten, so it bumps up to six. Yeah, it's nine. nine Yeah, because there's nine. Nine questions. Nine questions. Let's go ahead and start. And by the way, remember, if you've won in the last 30 days, you're not eligible to win these tickets. And if you do try to play and win them, and you've won within the last month, we hold the legal right to kidnap you and your family, as always. Jim in Jupiter. Jim, one through nine. Stone talking pop culture. Aliens talking space. How you feel about this? What's the number? One through nine is going to get correct. And the quarterback gets seven. Okay, he gets seven. Some confidence from Jim in Jupiter. Love that, Jim. Early ego boost. Hoorah! For Stone Lebanowitz. Let's go to Port St. Lucie, and we find Paul. Paul, seven is off the board. One through nine, excluding seven. What are you picking? I'm going to deal with number six. I'm going to go with him and his word that he changed from five to six. Okay. Paul's going with six. Paul, thank you for being a part of Solar System Stone here on ESPN 106.3. In case you're scoring at home, it took me about two seconds to come up with that name for the game. Uh, Chris in Royal Palm. Chris on Ken Levick Alive. Seven and six are off the board. What are you picking one through nine? Number five. Number five. We're just going down the line here. We have a seven. We have a six. We have a five. Jim with seven. Paul with six. Chris with five. And now the pressure comes from Jupiter and Justin on ESPN 106.3. Justin, no seven, no six, no five. One through nine. What are you picking? All right. I'm going to have to go eight. I can't go four. That's too low. I got more faith in him than that. That's a good, sound, strategic move. They are from Justin in Jupiter. If you ain't got haters, you ain't popping. Oh <clears throat> and he threw the hands up. I know. Like that was Robert really Collins. frustrating. That was disgusting. Stone, you ready? I was born ready. All right. Question number one. This 90s Fox TV show with lead characters Mulder and Scully documented the FBI's search for extraterrestrials. This 90s Fox TV show with lead characters... Fox? M- yes. X-Files. That is correct. I knew that one. That is correct. Well done. Well done. All right, Stone. Here's question number two. Wow, that's a good start. The Earth is located in this galaxy. The Earth is located in this galaxy. The Milky Way. That's correct. Two for two. Stone Lebanowitz, two for two. He's off to a good start. Good space knowledge there for Stone Lebanowitz. This is very, very promising. All right, Stone, ready? Question number three. The little sister in E.T. who once flashed David Letterman, who also has a current successful daytime talk show. Easy. Easy money. Um, easy money. Come on. This is, yeah, this is super easy. Uh, this is Drew Barrymore. Correct. Correct. <laughs> I was going to make a Dylan Mulvaney joke. Didn't want it, right? So whatever. Drew Barrymore's what in there. What joke could you possibly have had with Dylan Mulvaney well, That's with the that. only reason that I know... Why Drew Barrymore has a talk show. Oh, because Dylan so, Mulvaney was on. Right. So, oh, okay. Right. So, Drew Barrymore. Got it. 
Good. I'm glad you didn't make the joke, to be quite <laughs> honest. Sister of Elliot, the brother. Yeah, yeah, Elliot. We talked a little E.T. yesterday. Do you remember the candies that, uh, that E.T. loved? Reese's Pieces. Yeah. Did you know, Jeanette, that that was such a boon for Reese's Pieces? Like, that basically made the entire product. And not only that, that M&M said no to being right, Reese's Candy. Right, they screwed themselves over, and that's how Reese's Pieces then became a uh, became a, a competitor yep. on the market. Yep, Never knew that. It was supposed to be M&M's first. The power of Spielberg. Uh, shout out to the pine smell at the E.T. Uh, Right of course. Yeah, that's right. It smells great. Of that's course, right, as, right. As we learned yesterday. Uh, here we go. Number four. Captain Kirk, Spock, the Enterprise. That helped explore the final frontier in this television show. Oh, come on. This is so easy, but I'm drawing a blank. Captain Kirk, Spock, I'm the Enterprise, kidding. explored the final frontier in this TV come show. On. Five. No, no, four, give me ten. Give me ten. Give me ten. Three. Two. two. Star Trek. Oh my god. It's At the horn. Oh my At god. At the horn. How did he do that? How did his brain at the buzzer finally kick in? That was good. Are you cheating? For the audience out there, for the audience out there, Jeanette is evidently showing. No. What am I? What am I Space trivia pulled up? I don't know. Maybe you do. Jeanette is evidently upset right now, and this is my favorite part. This is my favorite one so far. All right, so right now we have Stone. He is a perfect 4 of 4 after that dramatic buzzer beater. Things are tracking well for all involved right now. Why do you know so much? Uh, You can see my face. Number five, Stone. Number five. The great red spot is on this planet. The great red spot is on this planet. Yes. Okay. Go. Come on. Come on, space nerd. <laughs> Spacey McSpacerson. Yeah. So Ken's a really smart guy, so he wouldn't go red in Mars, right? It, it's not that. Like it's too easy for somebody. It has nothing to do with me being smart. It's just the facts of space. Red spot. I'm going yeah. Jupiter. Oh my God! He guessed <laughs> it, and he's right. Boom, baby. The great red this. spot. Who says that's a guess? You did guess. It took you so long. No, it didn't. Process of elimination. God, man. Five Process of elimination? For five. All right. Number six, Stone. Number six. I hate this. Sigourney Weaver, the star of Aliens, was Bill Murray, or Peter Venkman's love interest, in Ghostbusters. In the first Ghostbusters movie, who was the big fluffy monster they defeated to save New York? Okay, um, it's not mushy. It's, <laughs> it's uh, not mushy. It's it's not the blob. No. I don't think that's their real name, anyways. Puff. Puff. Oh. Is it Puff Boy or is it Puff Man or is it Puffy? Puff Puffer. P Diddy. Puff. Stone's on the right track, but he only has Stop five seconds. Puff. Puff Mellow. Puff Man. Puff Man. Puff Man. Puff Boy. That's incorrect. That is incorrect. The Stay Puffed Marshmallow Man. The Stay Puffed Puff Marshmallow Man. Man. That's not that. Puff Man. The judges don't accept it. Go ahead and buzzer yourself again. Thank you. Puff Man. It's All right. There's the first loss. Marshmallow Man. Stay marshmallow. Pu- yeah, stay Puffed Marshmallow Man. Thing. Right. Right. Uh, the, the classic line. The classic line when uh, the Ghostbusters... Uh, they say whatever comes to your mind will become the monster that you'll have to battle in New York City. And all of a sudden, Ray, Dan Aykroyd goes, starts looking around, and, and Bill Murray, Peter Venkman goes, Ray, 
What did you do? And then you see the Marshmallow Man start to walk down the street. Just classic cinema. All right. Look at Ken Glow. He is glowing. God, I love that movie. Number seven. Number seven. Five correct for Stone. Five correct for Stone. Everybody's still in play. Who was the first man to step foot on the moon? Who was the first man to step foot on the moon, Stone? Who was the first man to step foot on the moon? The first man to step foot oh, on the moon. Oh, he's laughing. Was, I know. He's Neil Armstrong. All right, good, good. You weren't confident, though, at first with that. You were not confident because at first. Because I, I, I enjoy conspiracy theories, and there's one out there that Buzz Aldrin actually stepped foot first, but Ken denied that conspiracy theory. So it's because it's, it's not true. It's just not true. Jeanette right. is not happy, and I am ecstatic this is right stupid. now. All right, Stone. This. Castaway and star of Forrest Gump, Tom Hanks, starred in a movie about a trip to the moon that went catastrophically wrong. What was the Apollo mission that was aborted that was documented in this 90s film? Apollo 19. Incorrect. Incorrect. You said it so Stone is Apollo back. 13 is, is the correct oh answer. Apollo God. 14. He said it so confidently. Houston, we have a problem, which you said <laughs> uh, when FAU men's basketball advanced one, to go to Houston. That's right. One, the, one to go to the Final Four. All what, right. What did I say? Apollo 13? You said 19. 19. I don't even think there were 19 Apollo no, missions. No, I was just going to say. Yeah. Um, all Good right. job, Stone. All right. You're wrong. Stone, <laughs> are you ready? I'm ready. Question number nine. This is the difference between a win for Paul or Jim. Justin... Has because you have six correct, six correct. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Are just, you proud of yourself there? So proud. This yeah. is the best you've done in all of you, all of your quizzes. If you ain't got haters, you ain't popping. You nerd. <laughs> you ain't got you haters. You can no longer make fun of nerds, by the way. Look at you, little space nerd. Oh my god. Uh, How the hell do you know Star Trek anyway? You were the person in school that was putting people like me in lockers for liking Star Wars. Yes. So now here you are. That's quite literally the reason that I remember. Because you were like, oh, you Star Trek nerd, and you threw him in a locker. Here's Spock, and then you close it on him, and you take his lunch money. (laughs) That's so mean. And now look at you. In a top 50 radio market, giving them praise for their little nerdiness. I almost went Battlestar Galactica. I'm lucky I, I switched it to Star Trek. All right. So you've got six correct. This is the difference between a, a win between Paul and Jim. Paul and Jim. Paul guessed six. Jim guessed seven. Stone, are you ready? Ready. Please make it a tough question. Shh. This distant planet in our solar system looks as if its axis is sideways and also... Could be slang for Uranus. <laughs> yeah! yeah! Slang, for, slang for your butt, Uranus. I already knew the slant, G. I already knew the slant. It's got the ring. I already knew the slant. No, it's Uranus. Shut up. No, the second he dropped the word slang, nope. I knew exactly. Wrong. I knew what it was. I knew it's tilted. Stop. It's 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 it's, it's tilted. Guys, its orbit I'm is tilted. Its orbit is tilted. It's, I'm writing the questions I from now. I did not need this the slang. Is stupid. I did not your need butt. the slang. This is Stupid. Your butt. How about it, Jim? How about it, Jim? Jim. I'm the questions from now on. Jim has won. Jim, who hails from the great planet Jupiter. There we go. The great city of Jupiter. Jim, congratulations. How proud are you Thank of you. Stone Lebanowitz for his knowledge of funny-sounding planets? 
I am very proud of the ex-quarterback from someplace in Illinois. Southern. Hey, that's that's good be Southern. Enough, Jim. Yeah, that's good, good enough, enough, Jim. Jim. We, the compliment is, is, is accepted. Jim, congratulations. You will be going to see the Marlins in the race. Two tickets, Lone Depot Park on August 29th. Jim, thank you for playing. Stay so that Stone can get all of your information. Jeanette is furious, furious at the successful journey through Solar System Stone from Stone Labanowitz. His knowledge of space and pop culture aliens. No! <laughs> and he's a nerd. That's Danette Javier, the Dominic Queen. I'm Ken Levick. It's Y on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Y on ESPN 106.3. Again, Jalen Ramsey, likely out until December, according to Ian Rappaport of the NFL Network, is going to need meniscus surgery after a collision yesterday at Dolphins practice at training camp. And that, unfortunately, is the subject of our off-season football report brought to you by Baptist Health Orthopedic Care. Their team of skilled orthopedic sports medicine surgeons and specialists specialize in surgical and non-surgical treatments to get you back to what you love. Don't put off seeing a doctor. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho today for more information. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle joint replacement spine and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. All right, so Jeanette, I don't know if you heard this, but Wednesday, Ask Steve's, uh, Palm Beach County Sports Hall of Famer Steve Politziner and the president of our parent company, Good Karma Brands, he joins us every week. He uh, he joined us for Ask Steve's, and um, he he was not very supportive of our rebrand. Why? Uh, and it, 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 as you may recall, back on Monday, if you didn't hear, let me give you the recap. Uh, it was this collection uh, of folks: myself, Stone, Jeanette. Uh, we decided because Elon Musk rebranded Twitter as X because HBO is rebranded as Max. I want to make money. I want to do well in business. And in 2023, Inter-Miami went and, and, and signed freaking Lionel Messi. They've completely rebranded. They're, they're a winning franchise now. I felt our best chance at making money, putting cash in our pockets, is to rebrand. So we decided after Twitter was renamed X, we were going to rename Ken Levick Alive to Y. If Elon can do it, billionaire, one of the wealthiest people on the planet, why can't I? Mm -hmm. Why can't we? Steve Politziner, business maven, wasn't exactly thrilled with the idea. Here's Steve. Steve Politziner here on Y on ESPN 106.3. Steve, uh, thank you as always for joining us. Uh, We've been talking a lot about branding this week. What do you think of the new name of the show? We just felt HBO is Max. Uh, Twitter is now X. So Ken Levick Alive is now Y. I just I, I wanted to ask you from a business standpoint how important it is to rebrand here in 2023. Uh, I mean, I think you're finding that if you rebrand, it it might not necessarily be the best thing for your brand. Uh, did you have a brand? Did you have a need to rebrand your brand? Yeah, I think and, so. I think so. I, and, I think. Or it, is this just to? create buzz and curiosity for which appears to be the reason why Twitter just cost itself 20 billion. So this is not supportive at all from Steve. He hates it. The tone was like, uh, the tone was terrible. Negative. Disgusting. It was disrespectful uh-huh. almost. Mm-hmm. Um, 
we got a memo from management today. It reads, Ken, you've lost at least $57 in brand value by renaming Ken Levick Alive. Why? This is doing great damage to the already meager earnings of the show in its current form. We demand that you change it back to Ken Levick Alive to save any semblance of success that this show has had on ESPN 106.3. So I suppose it's me against management. I don't think I'm winning this battle. I'm, I'm terribly frustrated, but this show is going to change back to Ken Levick Alive on Monday. Boo. We need money. It was great, though. We did it. That's Jeanette. That's Stone. I'm Ken. This has been Ken Levick Alive. Bye-bye.